out of your perfect child. That poem was followed by this. Love comes. Love comes in moments, passing in and out of consciousness, sustaining me through the witnessing of an orange president, dismantling the state, and lying without the grace and subterfuge of all the other presidents I've experienced. I never see polar bears or elephants, but I feel their absence as they go extinct, knowing humanity may face a similar fate. I find the first gray hair in my grandson's beard, and I know my time is running out. Yet love's resilient creative power brings me delight. I love to laugh, I love to sing, and the songs keep humming through my mind. My friend falls in love, and his hope reborn This love sustains us all. Any time one of us shows our love, it renews our faith in joy, liberation, and the reclamation of balance. Well, every day of 2017, people in the United States were bombarded with messages and tweets of hate and threats of war from the new appalling government. As artists mobilized to resist, I recognized that love was the only defense. So I wrote this poem for a community resistance event. Love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor. The ones with red and blue tattoos on their necks and faces, or shaved heads, or covered by yarmulkes, turbans, hijabs, or backwards baseball caps for a team you don't like. Love thy neighbor, the wavy-haired, springy-curled, puffy-headed, shaven, bald, and straight-haired hanging down long or standing straight up short. The ones who moved in one gender and then changed. Help thy neighbor, whose garbage cans stay out too long with long neglected weeds, lowered window shades decaying and entry stairs sloping down. The single ones with noisy kids that laugh, wail, and whine. The ones with walkers, wheelchairs, and canes. Give a smile. Lend a hand to pull us all up, all up to a rainbow colored heaven on earth to a rainbow colored heaven on earth as the months went on i felt our community compassion strengthened as the forces of racism militarism and misogyny planned a nazi march in berkeley we debated what to do But when the day arrived, the Nazis, having stirred up dissension, fear, and debates about violence, forgot to show up. I wrote a love poem to life. A love poem to life. A goodness comes. I recognize it. It's always there, though I can't always see it. Today I saw it 
glowing a soft yellow sunlight with no burn, warm light, stirring a soft breeze of pleasure, a lifting feeling in my forehead, unformed thoughts shifting and dancing so I can check them out later. But now... I have only to enjoy the goodness before it flees suddenly as it arrived. I record it here in memory so it will be known to me and maybe others that good exists, can be felt, then melt, receding into the storehouse of knowledge that talks inside my head and maybe yours to guide us through the harsh wilderness and out again into the comfort zone where breath comes easily, confident that tomorrow will arrive, that love exists and loves you. Well, daily my body speaks to me. Sometimes it was screaming. I wrote, pain. Pain is the monster you could sense as a child hiding under the bed, in the closet, and in the dark shadow. It eats you up, taking over mind and body, leaving only a scream. No matter how you shift, it won't let go its evil hold. Then the dreaded heart valve replacement procedure finally happened and was a success. More oxygen flowed through me. Every day of recovery, I grew stronger. But then, suddenly, the whole Bay Area grew dark. I wrote smoke. Smoke, when the 64 fires fried the California air. Throat dry, coughing, eyes smarting, vision blurry, You could see across the street, but not beyond. Our beautiful world, a foul, charred disaster. Firefighters and women prisoners, joined by volunteers from other states and regions, fought the burn that climate deniers flamed. That climate deniers flamed. So... That was the year that was, until the air cleared and came the happy sounds of great-grandchildren and their joys of the holiday season, and then my anticipation of the upcoming Women's March as a renewal of inspiration and resistance. By then, the other shoe dropped. Maybe you'll talk about that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm not sure what I have to say after that. Actually, that was wonderful. Thank you, Nina. Um, but um, we have one. I have a little preparation. This thing, um, this uh, CD, um, popular song is where poetry goes when it gets tired of the stuffy slopes of Mount Olympus. And I have some remarks about popular song, and that's in my second CD. And if you will go ahead and do that, Rob, that would be great. I'd like to present some songs from the Broadway stage, songs from the Great American Songbook. The two songs I'm presenting here illustrate a strong strain in the Great American Songbook. I call it Songs of Happy Capitalism. The constant theme of these songs is to accept the status quo, in fact, to love the status quo. They tell you to put on a happy face, to get happy, to shake all your blues away, unhappy news away. They tell you, I got plenty of nothing, and nothing's plenty for me. 
and strongly suggest that you should pack up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile, smile, smile. What's the use of worrying, says the song? It never was worthwhile. Both the songs I'm presenting were written by the great American songwriter Irving Berlin, who lived from 1888 to 1989, dying at the age of 101. Walter Cronkite remarked that Irving Berlin helped write the story of this country, capturing the best of who we are and the dreams that shape our lives. The first song, Let's Have Another Cup of Coffee, is from the 1932 musical comedy Face the Music. It's set, of course, during the Depression. Set in a self-service restaurant like New York's Automat, the song is sung by a group of once wealthy citizens who are awaiting better times. Just around the corner, they sing, there's a rainbow in the sky, so let's have another cup of coffee and let's have another piece of pie. The song is performed here by Joan Morris and William Balcom and is from their CD, The Girl on the Magazine Cover, Songs of Irving Berlin. Wikipedia points out that the melody of Berlin's song is similar to that of the later Frosty the Snowman.
American optimism and a collapsing of class structure. Even John D. Rockefeller is looking for that silver lining. The second, somewhat wilder song is Pack Up Your Sins and Go to the Devil. It was first performed as a duet in 1922 in the Music Box Review. The song amazingly turns Manhattan's entire Lower East Side, a slum area where Berlin grew up, historically populated by immigrants and the working class, into a winter resort set in Hades. As in the Lower East Side, Hades is full of thousands of Joneses and Browns, Ohulahans, Coens and Bradys. The difficult living conditions of Berlin's childhood, a disaster from an economic point of view, become a warm, welcoming place, far from the elite, snobbish area of heaven, the up above. Again, happy capitalism. At the time Berlin wrote the song, many people associated jazz with loose behavior, noise, chaos, and the faintly diabolical. And that, too, shows up here. The devil has nothing on his mind but a couple of horns. The horns on his forehead or instruments to play jazz. Nobody cares, says the song, if it's music or not. The brilliant collision between the main melody and the counter-melody, which you'll hear suggests the intense, crowded, multicultural milieu of the Lower East Side. Lower. Hades. Berlin's song also reflects what George Gershwin called the spontaneous expression of the nervous energy of modern American life. As such, of course, it is vastly indebted to the work of African-American musicians. Again, the piece is performed by Joan Morris. William Balcom. Oh, I got a message from below. Twas from a man I used to know about a year or so ago before he departed. He is just as happy as can be. I'll tell you what he said to me. He said, if ever you get heavy hearted, pack up your sins and go to the devil in Hades. You'll meet the finest of gentlemen and the finest of ladies. They'd rather be down below than up above. Hades is full of thousands of Joneses and Browns, O'Hulahans, Coens and Bradys. To the devil because the jazz bands they started picking it, then put a trick in it, a jazzy kick in it. They've got a couple of old reformers in heaven, making them go to bed at eleven. Pack up your sins and go to the devil, and you'll never have to go to bed at all. If you care to dwell where the weather is hot, H E double L is a wonderful spot. Hades is the best of the winter resorts Paradise doesn't compare All the nice people are there They come there from everywhere Just to revel with Mr. Devil Nothing on his mind but a couple of horns Satan is waiting with his jazz band 
with a melody hat. No one gives a damn if it's music or not. Satan's melody makes you want to dance forever and you never have to go to bed at all. They'd rather be down below than up above. They're happy down there. When Kurt Weil arrived in the United States from Germany in 1935, he was the product of a rather different tradition. His work with Bertolt Brecht was enormously critical of the status quo, and there was a deliberate darkness and ambiguity to what he produced. His 1936 show Johnny Johnson with lyrics and book by Paul Green was not a success. The play closed after 68 performances, but it contains some remarkable work and has been occasionally revived. Johnny Johnson is a naive young man who believes passionately in peace. Nonetheless, encouraged by his sweetheart, Minnie Bell, and by President Wilson's declaration of a war to end all wars, he joins the army. In this scene, Johnny, portrayed by Burgess Meredith, has a vision of the Statue of Liberty and pledges to remain clean and do his bit. Unheard by Johnny, the statue, sung by Jean Sanders, responds to Johnny's words. Her words are very different from the sonnet Emma Lazarus wrote, Lions Irving Berlin set to music in 1949. This is the statue, according to Paul Green. He calls on me, poor wandering one, a voice more piteous than the rest, and knows not I'm a thing of stone and have no heart within my breast. A thousand years I dreamless lay, insensate in the quiet earth, unformed and willless, till the day men rived me forth and gave me birth, and set me up with queer intent to swear their pride and folly by. And I, who never nothing meant, am used to send men forth to die. And then, in a ravishing musical passage, a million years of wind and sun, a million years, it's over then, and men and all their hates are done, and under sea I sleep again.
like a picture in that history book I read. Many bells said I'd see you so, and now at last I have. Your hand uplifted with a torch, saying goodbye to us. Good luck and bless you, everyone. And God bless you, oh, Mother of Liberty. That's what you are, a sort of mother to us all. And I 
Kurt Weill worked very hard to achieve success in the American theater, and he even altered his style to some degree. He supported the war effort during World War II, but his work nevertheless retained a certain strain of resistance and even ambiguity. He died of a heart attack in 1950 at the age of 50. His most famous songs are September Song about an old man courting a young woman and Mac the Knife. Beautiful, Jack. Thank you, Nina. Um, those are remarkable. That's remarkable work by Kurt Feil. There are many, many other things that one can find. Feil was just an amazing composer who's just, I think, recently beginning to get some of what he deserves. Uh, speaking of that, I, I think KPFA is not getting what it deserves at all. But we don't know exactly what's going to be happening to the station, to our show, or to anything else. I suppose I'll be on next week um, myself. Um, but we'll see. And we'll see what the Empire State Building, which has indeed fallen upon us, has to say about all that. And, and Nini, you wanted to close out with a little statement. Well, I did. I just wanted to say, when I was referring to the other shoe that dropped, that was the shoe that dropped. The news of the probable, the possible, can it be the demise of KPFA? Yes, you heard it right. Will we continue to broadcast after January 8th when the Pacifica National Board action is legally required? I don't know. But I believe, like you and Jack, that KPFA must not be silenced. Cape Pacifica forever alive. That's our message for today, and we're very, very happy to have been able to talk to you throughout. You know, all year I've been waiting for this moment. Could we <laughs> sing my poem together to the all scene right. of Jack the Knife? Mac the Knife. Mac the Knife. Mac the Knife. Oh, the caterpillar, as it ages through the stages of her life, growing wings now, she is flying, she was dying, then born anew. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. not in our heads it's in his that's what 27 psychiatrists and psychologists are saying in this best-selling collection of essays titled the dangerous case of donald trump editor brandy x lee and contributor demos bacher will be here with us january 17th at 7 30 p.m at st john's presbyterian church located at 2727 college avenue in berkeley joanna monqueros will host there's wheelchair access at this kpfa benefit tickets available at brownpapertickets.com or our independent bookstores you're listening to kpfa 
If we're on a possible path to doomsday, wouldn't it be a good idea to know why and what we might do about it? Daniel Ellsberg of Pentagon Papers fame has been researching this issue for over 60 years. In his just-released book, The Doomsday Machine, Ellsberg shares his extraordinary tale of what U.S. governments and other nuclear powers have done to bring us to the brink of unprecedented catastrophe. Hi, I'm Larry Bensky, and I'll be hosting Daniel Ellsberg in Berkeley on Thursday, February 1st at St. John's Presbyterian Church, 2727 College Avenue at 7.30 p.m., Tickets for this KPFA benefit are available at independent bookstores and at brownpapertickets.com. That's Daniel Ellsberg, the man who helped end the Vietnam War and terminate the Nixon presidency. Could it happen again? One night only, Thursday, February 1st, 7.30 p.m. at St. John's Presbyterian Church in Berkeley. See you there. You're listening to KPFA, KPFB in Berkeley, KSCF 88.1 in Fresno, K248BR 97.5 in Santa Cruz, and online at kpfa.org. Up next, Hard Knock Radio. Stay tuned. One, two, three, four. Y'all ready for this? Ladies. 